In this episode of Sorta Awesome Plus, give yourself permission to try something that might not work, and learn how to soft stiff arm your distractions. Welcome to Sorta Awesome Plus. It is a collection of unscripted and barely edited conversations about things that may or may not matter but that are often quite entertaining and sometimes mildly offensive. This content is shared in bulk with the Sorta Awesome superstars and occasionally with the rest of the awesome community. In this way, it is much like Sorta Awesome's weird uncle. We're cautious about which friends we let meet him, but we can't prevent him from showing up at family events. Hi. Hello. Should we start with a jump scut? Nope. No. Jump scare. No. Jump cut is the only cut, cut, basically, that I use in editing. Because (laughs) every old producers know that's like the most ballerist cut that you can make. Apparently, according to the YouTube school of filmography. Oh my gosh. Oh wow, the dogs. Um, You may have noticed. Yes. That the back wall of the living room just got torn out. <laughs> Actually, we, we thought we'd try outside. We like outside when the weather's okay. Yes. It rained a lot. This is the first time in a little bit the dogs have had a chance to be out, and they need it, and we need them to have it. Yes. So they That's are right. raring and tearing through the backyard, and we thought, meh, we'll give this a shot. Yep. Hardest part yep. was getting the angle right so that you can't see my poorly kept backyard yes well it's not poorly kept but getting the angle right and then also it our tripod is so precariously teetering on a backyard table bench and i'm terrified that the dogs who are so excited to be outside are going to come racing up here and completely knock the whole rig down they may It's not your phone that's up there. <laughs> Listen, the fact that your phone has lasted as long as it has, it's set a record, a meg record. Yeah. A meckard. Hmm. That feels weird. That is a weird thing to say. I don't like it. Okay. Just a meg record. You're the editor, so you could take that out if you wanted. Then, see, here's the thing. If you go editing out a bunch of stuff, then that means ultimately that you don't have any self-confidence. Ooh, that's good. I have no problem floating Meckard out there and admitting with the people, yeah, now that was that was stupid. I'm not going to say that again, but you were here for it. <laughs> and I think it brings some honesty and authenticity to things because it's like, damn, that Kyle's a good man. He apologized when he made a dumb dumb. <laughs> so there's a lot of positive things that can come from Mm-hmm what a mistake might be, which is a topic that we'd not discussed prior to the camera coming on, but that we have discussed in the past few days. Okay. And I think it's a very valuable one. Yes. And? What is it? (laughs) What is it? Yes, and say more about that. It is, uh, I, I think it's due to how school is structured. Okay. The educational system, grading, yes. all of that, in, in that it teaches it, it teaches people negativity for not getting it right the first time. Right. Which is a travesty. Yeah. It makes people afraid to try. Yes. I think often, and certainly afraid to experiment, be creative. 
have some ingenuity about you. Yeah. Um, I think we've even mentioned in the past, hey, even if a thing fails miserably, it's not a failure because we learned that that method isn't the ideal way to do something. And that's, yeah. yeah. I can see that certainly in our older children who just finished ninth and sixth grade already that... They can't solve a problem to save their lives. No, in the absolute fear of just not getting something right the very first time. More Mm -hmm. alarmingly, I see it in the twins who just finished first grade, not even wanting to take a guess on math. Like, just guess. What do you think it could be? They're just like, so... Excuse me. Uh, I don't know what the word is. They're not like terrified, but they're just like so resistant. Apprehensive. Apprehensive to trying uh, an answer and figuring out if they're right or wrong. Mm-hmm. So it definitely leaves an indelible mark, I think, on your psyche yep. going forward that um, if something isn't working, if you've tried it once and it didn't work, that you may as well check it in. Well, it, it's one of two things, I think. It's either check it in or hunker down and do the same thing oh, and right. cry and expect it to work differently the next time. Yes. Instead of not being ashamed because the thing didn't work, not being discouraged because it didn't work, but being like, hey, I'll try another thing. And if it fails miserably, it's no worse than the thing I just did. And at least right. I don't have to feel like an idiot because I did the same thing twice in a row. Yeah. 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 So it's a means of allow yourself some grace for crying out loud. Allow yourself some grace. Are you talking to me or them? All of you. <laughs> and myself. Yes, it's true. I, I self-talk a lot, mm-hmm. sometimes out loud. The older I get, the more frequently the out loud part is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's always disturbing to the kids when I'm dog cussing myself. <laughs> Don't go by the office. It's bad in there. <laughs> but it is something that is. it takes a lot of time to unlearn, I think. Mm-hmm. And I think that the only really effective way to unlearn it is just the practice of it. Mm-hmm. And that can be really hard in the beginning. I think. I think today's day and age makes it increasingly difficult because there are, at least compared to how I view my youth, which was a lot of years ago. But there seemed to be a lot fewer opportunities to fail without humiliation. Yes. Um, you know, I grew up working mm-hmm. hard, a lot of different jobs, and quite often by myself mm-hmm. somewhere. And it, and the, it was, you know, the greatest shame uh, or embarrassment was having, yes, there's an overflying plane helicopter. There's no editing that out. That's okay. Yeah, Yeah, and especially our neighborhood. Anyway, um, the biggest shame when I was a kid was coming all the way home from whatever distant work site you happened to be at out in a field or wherever (laughs) because you were unable to fix whatever broke. Mm. Because the expectation was, hey, it's a damn good day if only a few things break. Right. You're never going to go through a day where nothing breaks. And if you do, you probably missed the apocalypse or something. And yeah. now you're really screwed. I need to have that Oklahoma 
farmer mentality, then it'll be a good day if well, only you, a few things go wrong. You gotta find yourself the equivalency of duct tape and bailing wire. <laughs> Possibly take up chewing tobacco. Mm, I'm gonna pass on that. Or smoking, cigarette pipe or cigar, but no cigarellos. Okay. That's not farmerly. Okay. But yeah, and and you you do a thing and you allow yourself the freedom to curse a few times when it doesn't work or when it looked like it was going to work and then your hand slipped and you raked all the flesh off your knuckles or you've done that i've Once done that a lot i'm surprised i still have knuckles left yeah if i take up smoking they'll have to you'll have to put a netflix warning on my life this is true have because, you guys seen this yes it and it ain't smoking weed that they're throwing warnings out for. It's smoking a cigarette or pipe or cigar. They're like, everyone, clutch your pearls simultaneously. Let's do this. Because they're smoking. By the way, there's some nudity. Full frontal and <laughs> something a little bit more sub suggestive than just suggestive sexual content. Yeah. But listen, hold on to your ass. They're smoking. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's too funny. So, yeah. Give yourself, in fact, look for ways to fail. Try the thing you wanted to try. Let it go wrong and see why and land on a better solution than where you're stuck at. So much easier said than done for me. I'm still very much in process. And that's kind of what had led to uh, me having a pretty troubled time with my mental health today, past few days, just feeling like, well, a, a convergence of things, things not going well, things not going as planned. Um, <laughs> I think the dogs are climbing trees. It's possible. Um, uh, probably unrealistic expectations, I feel like is a fair way to say it and then just general frustration um, and not knowing how to fix things combined with well, let's dig into this you're talking to me yeah give me a give me a concrete example so that I can live this with you okay I think that the as, as you know from weathering lots of these upheavals with me my biggest thing is I get so frustrated when time doesn't work out the way I think it's going to mm -hmm. and I think one of my biggest frustrations is I, I feel like I have no concept of how how time can go by so fast and I can get so little accomplished that I'd hoped for now as um, as an obliger type I often not only feel surprised by how much time has gone by, I often also feel resentful that in the time span that I had to work in, I ended up doing so many things for other people and so little for what I wanted to get accomplished. Fair. <clears throat> and yet I don't, I'm not really adventurous about putting good solutions into place. And so it ends up being a groundhog day, if well, you will. You're very accustomed to... <clears throat> hunkering down in the same solution. Yes, absolutely. And that's not a criticism. No. It's an observation. Yeah. We discussed this a little bit yesterday. We didn't uh, 
get around to anything besides making the jambalaya on camera, which I hope you guys enjoyed. I know the editing is poor. I tried to do text over screen to say, oh, by the ways, this quantity of this. Jambalaya is a really fast and loose recipe. Oh, so yeah. You're, you're welcome to guess on anything, and you'll still probably end up with something pretty good. Mm -hmm. But uh, we had a lot of conversations surrounding that because this was this was a big thing yesterday as well. Yes. And I think probably the two biggest revelations, and you tell me if I've seen this incorrectly, the two biggest revelations that we hit were that one, you can't trust one of your kids as an advisor to life. It's true. Mm -hmm. When they're saying, well, this is miserable, or that's terrible, or I wish you would whatever. Well, kids are idiots. <laughs> they are. They don't know. They haven't lived any real life. They that's haven't sure. wrestled and struggled through anything. Right. And neither of, neither of our five, none of our five, have solved a single freaking problem of Fair. their own in life. That's true. So... That's like the worst advisor to your presidency that you could ever pick. <laughs> You're far better served to hear what they say and choose the opposite. Okay. Yeah. In all circumstances. Yes. But it is a persistent voice in the ear. And so we talked about, and we've referenced the good wife before, we talked about the value, especially for, for you who... You're you're far more. I, I'm of I've, I'm of the mindset that I can just be like, you know what? I'm busy. Go away. We'll talk later. And I know that they'll forget. Yeah. Because what they have hot in front of their mind is not important. Yeah. Even to them, they just want to be complaining. Yes. And I know they'll forget. Yes. And I can't list a single time where they've remembered and come back and mm -hmm. been like, oh, so this one thing. They usually, if that does, when you go back to ask them, if they forgot, they'll just make up something Right, else. <laughs> they'll make up a new thing, yeah. But it matters more for you in, in that instance. It means more to you in your self-evaluation to tend to a need. You can't stiff arm them quite as effectively as I can. Right. That was amazing. There's acrobatic dog fighting going on. Yes. Um, and so we we visited the possibility of utilizing the good wife's Alicia Floric approach to any time someone comes up to interrupt a task, mm -hmm. which is you're needing your time to get a task done, whatever it is, to wow, um, be able to say, hey, I... Well, Go on, go. go on, go. Take two. We were interrupted by two wilder beasts yeah. of small size mm -hmm. who decided it was time to love Dad. They do love you. They do. They tired me out. I feel like I'm a. <sighs> I was just trying to walk up the stairs. Um. So yes, to protect time to utilize this Alicia Floric statement in the moment to say, I hear what you're saying. All options are open to me. Let me visit with my people and I'll get back to you. And literally yeah. the encouragement to just quote that. Don't try to 
spend all day rewriting it for future use, blah, 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 whatever. Just know, hey, kid, I hear what you're saying. It's important to someone, maybe just you. Mm -hmm. But I hear it. I want to think about this, and I'll get back to you. They can feel semi-heard, pissed off because they're being forced to be patient, which they need to learn anyway. Mm -hmm. And it allows you to get back on task yes. without stiff-arming stiff them like I would. Right. So we're, we're in the process of implementing that to give it a shot. And once we've figured that out, mm -hmm. we can confidently utilize that technique then. Yes. The next thing that we will get to, which I haven't, we didn't get to, but I can do a, a mild reveal here. Okay. I, I reflect a lot on the years that I coached. Yes. Because that was a time frame where if you, if you didn't win a pretty significant number of ball games within the first three years that you were there, you were gone. Yeah. So there wasn't a lot of time to, there wasn't a lot of time to sit around and lament the fact that a decision didn't work. Right. You were like, okay, great, didn't work, fine, next, and moved on to the next thing in a hurry. And you didn't, you couldn't allow an interruption. And so when there was anything where a potential interruption that could come along that you couldn't prevent, mm -hmm. then you went in for a thing that was important. You went in with no less than three three plans in place. Okay. A and two contingencies. All right. And you're familiar with this because there was a young man, it's my first my first year at a at a mid-major university. There was a young man, we our fullback had declared as a junior for the draft, but he declared last minute and recruiting was almost over and we had to have mm -hmm. a fullback and there were no more fullbacks in the stable. And so we went hunting, but of course all the fullbacks had already been mm -hmm. having a lot of recruiting going on in their life and they weren't interested last minute. We found a kid that was a considerable distance away from being eligible. He'd been at a junior college he needed basically a whole a whole other full-time like beyond full-time semester of school right he needed i'm wanting to say it was like 17 hours yeah it uh, could be an exaggeration but it feels it was right. a lot and this was dumped in my lap to say figure this out fix it save our team yes Okay. And I felt obligated to the guy who asked because he was the guy that had been most instrumental in getting me hired. He's right. a good guy. I liked him. I still like him. I haven't talked to him in a while. Yep. But I would if I saw him. Mm -hmm. And so set forth a plan, hunted, found, researched, found an early, a mid, and a late so basically three semesters yes. that existed inside of the summer. Right. The summer semester of college. And we didn't just plan for the 17 hours that he needed because shit goes wrong. Yes, always. This feels like a high profanity episode, but you've thrown me back into the coaching days. Yeah. So we'd gotten 
I think all in all, we, we ended up completing, not passing, but completing 24 hours of collegiate work. And he reported, uh, because again, multiple derailings came along, he ended up reporting like a week and a half to two weeks after mm -hmm. the rest of the team could and did, uh, because it took, it literally took plan C and even some more yes. creativity afterwards. All of it legal. We did not break a single rule along the way uh, because I don't do that. Mm -hmm. But that as an example, that was something that was we had identified as critically important. Yes. So failure was not going to happen. Right. Despite all the hurdles that came along. So you have this technique for softly stiff arming the interruptions away from you then within your schedule you've already identified in terms of recording for the main show you do this yes and so then it it should not be a guilt bringing factor or anything else like that to identify even if it's one thing every single day one thing for this block of whether it's 10 minutes or an hour or whatever to say no this has to get done for the functioning of life in this family, no matter what, this has to get done. Identify what detractors could occur, and we pretty much know them here. Yes. We didn't so much know them when I was coaching, because you <laughs> never knew when some dumbass was going to go try to rob the grocery store, mm -hmm. even though he had all meals provided. Yeah. It happened more yeah. than once. I've been called at two in the morning to go deal with that. Yep. But we know, we know what kind of things can come along here. So we can get some, some things put in place so that whenever they occur, that there's just as easy of a response. Right. It's not having to make more decisions on the fly. Right. And to preempt a lot of that with the promises of severe negative outcomes and some of that, whether we live up to that or not, just you got to get your bluff in. So yeah. that's... That's where I see full plan going towards getting you to a, a moment in life more frequently where it's like, yep, did that thing. Didn't mm -hmm. stop me. You punk ass kids. <laughs> Man, there's a lot of profanity in this. I'm sorry. I got to get out of coach mode. Okay. Come back to sort of awesome mode. Sort of awesome cursing. <laughs> There's your episode title. If you've never at least imagined calling your kids something bad, you're a liar. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's good. That's helpful. That just does require some forethought, but I need I very little into the practice. Very little. Yeah. You just got to take it one, one piece at a time. Yeah. Right now, practice that soft, stiff arm. Yeah. And we will implement as we go. You don't put in the whole playbook on day one of practice. That's true. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. All right. That was good. It's a good talk. Sometimes we do. Yep. It's usually not on camera, though, as you guys know. <laughs> it's nice to be out here, too. It is. I, I like, like the outside. change up. I like outside. It's good. Even when it's swelteringly hot, I like outside. Yeah, it's better. Okay. All right. I guess that's all we have. So we'll see you next time. All right. We're going to have leftovers of jambalaya. That's right. We are. And happy to do so. Yes. It's good. It's good. All right. You guys behave.
Would you be comfortable spanking someone else's child? The only way to know is to try it a few times.